Good evening, listeners, and thank you for joining us tonight here at KWZD, where we're bringing another powerful hour of the Midnight Run here to your ears. We've got a great show for you ahead. We've got the Genius Genius uh, bringing some surprising new principalities and perforations and pontifications on the, the Penguin and its uh, humble evolution. Uh, we got an exciting panel on Do Get Me Started about pens, a very raucous and riveting uh, rumblings and ramblings about your favorite writing required instruments. And then with summer on the horizon, and maybe you can't afford that big vacation you want to, but maybe a summer daycation is just what you need, a picnic, a day at the beach, or maybe it's frolicking around the park, or who knows, maybe just going to the mall with your friends. And Carl here to answer all of your questions uh, from a secure line in an undisclosed location about all your summer daycation ideas. So call Carl your summer daycation ideas, questions, or concerns. Stay tuned, lines are open to call Carl, and we'll be here with you at KWZD. KWZD is member-supported, listening, and made possible by listeners like you become members. Become a member today, receive a free tote, and also uh, the opportunity to participate in KWZD's Summer Slam, which is now accepting all sorts of applicants over a wide array of available positions. Get there first uh, KWZD Summer Slam. This KWZD up next is the Genius Genius. Good evening, KWZD listeners. It's me, Sebastian Ball, your Genius Genius. And today, we will be talking about the magnificent penguin. Penguins have been adored by people all over the world. And their history is a little bit of a mystery. But today we will unravel that and it may surprise you. How did they go from being a tropical bird to an arctic wonder? Find out tonight with my guest, Professor Yabut Mennings. Professor, welcome to Genius Genius. Thank you for having me. It's it's uh, it's it's a great opportunity to really talk about the history of bird. A lot of people really know penguins in the current iteration and and the majesty that they represent, but not a lot of people understand the the humble beginnings of this bird and 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 the transformation that they went through to become what they are today. Yes, many penguins they they lived in uh, what would be North America, Europe, as places that are warm, warm climates. They were. Almost a tropical bird, is that correct? That, that's very correct. They they very much started out as a tropical bird that followed uh, traditional migration patterns, you know, flying south towards the, the, the warmer tropics during the winter, and then flying up towards the, the more moderate temperatures in, in the summertime. Funny that you say flying. They were a flight bird at one point. Yes, the, the penguins actually were, were magnificent flyers. They... They undertook great migration patterns. They they would uh, follow just these massive shoals of fish, and um, they, they just they would they would feast on them. And one year, 
we we have no we noticed that there was a great influx on their food, and so these these birds had gorged themselves very very heavily on on their uh, food, and this was in a migration towards the south, and and they had been going further and further south to obtain these fish every year, and the search for these these shoals had led them to very southern parts of the world to the the south america the tip of south africa mm. and they as they gorged themselves they grew fatter and fatter and decided to stay in the locations that they had found themselves in fantastic and as their engorgement continued they found it harder and harder to fly which kept them locked in their location much more. Hmm. And eventually, their incapability of flight was transferred into this majestic, gorgeous, just just phenomenal swimming patterns that they could come up with. And, and their hunting became much more vast. They, they gorged themselves on a larger concentration of fish. And so... They they just they grew and they grew and eventually their flight was they they became incapable of flight entirely. Mm-hmm. More like the penguins that we know of today. Very yeah. much so, and it as these these birds separated and evolved in a different manner. It became impossible for each colony to swim to each other, uh, for them to mix their genes, and so the, their their sex became very specialized. They, they, it, it was very magnificent and extraordinary to see. Oftentimes, the male was completely submissive to the female. In fact, the, the, the female would force the male to provide oral sex upon them. What? And as the male began to ejaculate, he, he just... Professor, um, uh, we need to... Uh, let's discuss more about the South African penguin. Um... So, we see the South African penguin today as uh, more reminiscent of what they used to be like. Yes, uh, they, they have uh, larger feather patterns on their wings and a crested um, brow. And, and their tail is, is, is slightly longer and, and much, much better at performing sexual acts upon the female uh-huh. Of their species. In fact, the usage of their tail is is very, very specific to the the South African penguins, in that they would take the tail and they would they would waggle it right in front of the females to the point that they would they would start backing into the females with it, and would then create this, this phenomenal just. Insanely pleasurable act on the female penguin. Oh. Um, I think we're out of time for today. Uh, thank you, Professor Yalbert. Um, this has been another episode of Genus Genius, and thank you for tuning in to KWZD. We hope to hear from you next time. KWZD, uh, brought to you by 
not just members like you, but also sponsors like this one. We've got home improvement and decor with our guest today, Hank Hammers of Fame Magazine, Good House Peaking. Hank, great to have you on today. Oh, it's, it's fantastic to be here. I, I've got a lot of burgeoning trends I'd like to talk to you about. Now, there's there's just been this great uprising on ornamental coffee tables. And I know this because I've, I've seen at least four or five different neighborhoods completely separate from one another just, just with these elaborate, beautiful coffee tables right in their living rooms, clearly visible from the street, sometimes from the backyard, but it's just... It's a centerpiece of the room, and it makes a grand statement. So, grand statement from ornamental coffee tables. I think they've got form, function, and they seem to fit just about every season. Absolutely. They, you, you have this this functional object in your room that everyone everyone uses a, a coffee table. I mean, you're going to have your books on it. You're going to set your coffee down. Why not spend a little bit of extra money and show off to random passerbyers and magazine writers what you have and how you like to celebrate yourself with these 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 intricate designs that that often tell a story at least a story that i perceive as being a story wow so you heard it here ornamental coffee tables the conversation piece that might doesn't even have to happen in your house uh, remember to see, you can find Good House Peaking on any store shelves. Be sure to pick one up and follow them at Good House Peaking on all social media and goodhousepeaking.com to see the latest in house peaking and voyeurism. Thanks, Hank, for being on today. Thank you. This is KWZD. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to Do Get Me Started. The humble pen. We use it every day. Some might even have one in their hand as we speak. They come in all different shapes, sizes, varieties. Uh, I, for myself, as you heard, filming the show, I prefer a good quickie pen. Uh, but there's a very strong love for cap pens. And uh, who knows, even the humble quill or fountain pen has its very loyal fan base or following. We're going to discuss that today with some panelists I have together. Let me just give them some quick introductions. we got some specialties in their field and overall, these men sure know their pen. I've got Chief Officer of Community Outreach with Bit Corporation, United States Division, Mr. Daryl Reddy, here with me. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you, Mr. Reddy, for being on the show. Uh, we've got... Henry Block, who is senior partner at Block Smith & Sons accounting firm based out in New York City. Good to be here. Mr. Block, thank you for being here. And we have Joseph M. Carver, who is a, says here, a village elder at Old Sturbridge Village Living Museum, Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Ah, uh, yes, uh, hello. Mr. Carver, thank you for being on the show. Uh, well, let's start things off is with, with a bit of controversy, perhaps. Is I think universally is uh, the capped pen has become the most loathed of the writing instruments. Uh, Mr. Reddy, does how does Bic feel about uh, capped pens falling out of favor? Well, Bic Corporation and myself 
feel that the, the hatred for the, the cap is it's unnecessary. The cap serves a very useful point. It, you, you could cap your pens and keep them fresh longer. You can even save your caps and use them for various different tools around the house. You need a small cup that doesn't hold water very well? Pen cap. You need something to throw your gum away in? Pen cap. It's a very useful tool that comes for free with your big product. I, I don't see a reason for the hate. So you claiming the ubiquity of the pen cap really is its uh, superpower. Is exactly. People, people only see a pen cap and think of a pen cap, when in reality, the pen cap is so much more. Well, Mr. Black can't help you, but notice you shaking your head now. You have a huge accounting firm, one of the largest in the country, and yeah. several employees, and would you say that they use pens? I mean, we have more pen caps than we do pens now. I mean, we're always losing the caps, we're always finding the caps, and it's just an annoyance. So we've gotten rid of these capped pens. We're going with the clicker. We got roller balls, and that's what you need. With capped pens, they dry up. Cap or no cap, it just happens. You need a nice clicker pen with a good roller ball, ink that flows smoothly, especially when you're accounting. You gotta be quick when you're accounting. I've actually heard rumors that you've completely outlawed banned pens and not only being in your offices but the entire building oh yeah if i see a capped pen in my building that person's fired no questions asked and they may not even work for your company i don't care they're still fired cap pens costing jobs how does big feel about that big feels that this unnecessary firing of people is 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 from a place of self-loathing that a man only hates the pen cap because he hates himself. Mr. Block, we seem to be taking a personal job. How do you take that? Well, I, I clearly don't hate myself. Look at me. I'm a distinguished man, and uh, I you know, take good care of myself. I drive a nice car, and I got a good job, and you can't take that away from me. Bick would like to state that it in no way attempts to take from you what you have, no matter who you are. Well, that's fantastic. Now... Maybe, uh, Mr. Carver, could you set, shed some light? We hear that the Sturbridge Village entire stance and a big push you're making for is eradication of most, if not all, pens. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. You see, here at, in Sturbridge, uh, we've realized that the, uh, the cap to pins and the clicky clickies are all just, uh, the lazy man's way of writing things down. Here in Sturbridge, we use a nice inkwell and the quill pen, and this is the better way. It builds discipline, it builds uh, focus and artistic ability, and we believe that this is clearly the best way to write things. And may I ask uh, what your job is at the village? Where are you using pen? Are you using quills? Uh, yes, in your for work? writing uh, the documents and decrees and letters, of course, to mail to people who you care about. You write the letters with the the inkwell and the quill pen. It is much more versatile. Where you choose your own ink. You choose your own, uh, uh, the pen nibs. It's a very personal touch to put onto a document where you 
you have various line shapes, line forms. None of these you can get with clicky pins. Very yes. true. So the artistic, the the true writer's instrument. You are you stuck are with one 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 kind of ink, one one line, one one pin made out of a, of a disgusting uh, plastic material, unlike the quill, which comes from the majestic bird. Yes. Very majestic. It comes from the majestic bird, and it floats in the wind, and it. Helps you feel as though you are flying across the page when you write your words and letters, yes? Yes, I, I, I think I can. I've never personally written with a quill, but I have oh, seen the Harry Potter oh, movies six must, times. You must, you must try. You throw away these these childish things like your clicky-clicky and your capped pins, and you pick up a quill. You feel like man. You feel like, you feel like a real human being who has evolved, yes? Mr. No longer the uh, ape, the monkey. You have you have the power of the bird within your hands. Mr. Reddy, how do you respond? Is is it seems Mr. Carver might be asserting that you are in fact uh, responsible for dehumanizing uh, the entire race with just a pen. Big corporation in no way attempts to dehumanize the person. In fact, big corporation, while not producing quills of their own, are actually very pro quill. We are proud to announce a line of quill pen caps. The caps alone will be sold across the world. And you, you take the cap... This is no real and you quill. quill. This no. is no quill. This we, is a we, mockery. We, we do not... Of culture? We, we do not of, create the Mr. quill. Mr. Carver, if Mr. Reddy could, could finish his... his we, we are simply giving you an option to cap your quill because... You, sometimes you don't use up all of the ink you draw up from the well, and sometimes your 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 quill no. tips are very no. sharp, and no. so when you no. place no. the cap it, atop it, it sounds like Mr. Carver much safer. understands the concept. Mr. Carver, how do you feel? About to the not of use all of the ink that you dip is to be wasteful, is to be undisciplined. Yes, is to be a disgusting creature. Disgusting creature, Mr. Block. I think we can. I think we know that uh, quill adoption is only possible from adoption at a very base level in corporate America. Uh, Mr. Block, can you see the the partners at Blocksmith and Sons using quills instead of pens? No, it takes too long. Accounting is needs to be accurate and it needs to be done really, really quick. So key work. Yeah, you know if you if we're dipping and we're just dabbing and it's not gonna work out. I mean, you just listen out slow as this guy talks. You gotta be quick. You get accounting. It's all about the now. This, this this quickness, this hurrying, rushing. It is it is it keeps you upset in your heart. It keeps you unhappy. You 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 take the time to relax and to 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 create the lines. Yes, and Mr. You, Carver, to uh... you feel you feel the release in the pen. I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, the current reports that many pen shipments in neighboring township at Newbury Park in Massachusetts have not been receiving uh, pen shipments. That vans of pens have gone missing, that several packages containing pens have just up and disappeared. Uh, would you like to comment on that or make any official... On the record, I do not know anything about these disappearances. I... I... Ransacks of local 7-Elevens and Kmarts I where pens are that, being completely out of stock? 
Shortage maybe, of pens? maybe uh, some group of passionate individuals, which I have no affiliation, may or may not have have expressed their passion for the quill. Which how could you not be passionate about the quill and the inkwell? They maybe see that these pen shipments are an attack on their way of life. Their way and of life. how could I? I may not um, be participating, but I also cannot uh, tell them they are wrong, yes? I uh, cannot. I guess not. Well, I think we can all agree that we are very passionate about our writing comments. And uh, just a few, just a, a quick closing thought from each one of our guests. Uh, Mr. Reddy? To cap your pen is to truly put a cap on your life. It brings things to an orderly close. And is that not truly peaceful. Big corporation thinks so. Fantastic. Uh, Mr. Block, any uh, parting thought? Nope, I gotta go. Alrighty, busy man, thank you for your time. And uh, Mr. Carver, a brief thought from you, perhaps. Well, I I just think that... Thank you, uh... Mr. Carver. That's all the time we have for today on Do Get Me Started. I want to thank all of our, our guests for making time and, and uh, for maybe traveling in great ways to be here today. Perhaps even traveling through time. This is Do Get Me Started. I'm Mark Davis, and this is KWZD. We'll see you next time, folks. Good evening, listeners. You're listening to KWZD. And this is another episode of Call Carl with uh, your host, Carl. Now, we uh, are right here in the throes of summer. And some of you are looking for a nice, simple, low-budget vacation activity. And you might have questions about that, and I'm here to answer them. So let's get into it for the callers. First caller, you're on there. Hello. Hello. Hello, Carl. Yep, it's me, Carl. Hi, my name is uh, Bill Dennings. I'm calling out of here at Daytona Beach. I didn't know, uh, need to know your location, Bill. Uh, okay, well, it's a little you don't need the you don't need the you don't need the government to know here where you are. But continue. Well, it's just me and the family. We take a, a beach day. See, I tend to work a lot in my line of work, which I guess I won't share. But uh, smart a beach day. But problem is, the kids are getting older. The wife's getting a little bit burnt out. Is uh, I think they're just bored with just the beach. But I'm passionate about it. I think it's important for our family to continue going. Can you maybe tell me, how can I engage my, my children who are now in their early teens and my my kind of bored wife at, at the beaches? Is, is They're just not quite content with just eating con- candy and popcorn and looking at seagulls and, and swimming. Well, to, to be honest, you know, they shouldn't be content with just eating cotton candy and looking at seagulls. All right, you can't just go to the beach and expect to have a good time. You got to take your take it a step further. It's worked for several years. A lot of things have quote unquote worked for several years, according to the government. But look, what you need to do is you need to get yourself a boat. All right, don't just stay on the shore where they got they got people trying to sell you all kinds of nonsense. It's gonna kill you. You got you got seagulls attacking you. They do attack. Every every five minutes, you got a seagull attack. 
you got all these all these mindless charlatans wandering up and down the beach. All right, trying to trying to keep you in their world. No, you get yourself a boat. You take your family, you put them on a boat. boat you get out. Pricey. You got get out into international waters. Sell whatever you have to in order to get yourself a boat. All international right? waters. Get yourself on the international waters. Then you get to feel what it's like to be a free man. All right, Bill. I, I guess so. You get to then you you start catching your own fish. All right, cook them right there on the boat. Nothing feels better than that. When you're not being controlled by the society in which we live. Okay, Bill? I, I suppose so. I'm that telling you. Nice. You get your family out on a boat. You will never be closer. You will never be happier. You will never be more free than in that moment. And you'll thank me, So, Bill. are you saying rent a boat for the day and just do that? Don't rent, rent a boat and support these... These boat corporations are right trying to take your money and give you a lesser product for a day. You don't know what other people have been doing on a boat. Somebody could be doing some uh, communist voodoo rituals on that boat before you get it. And then what, Bill? And then what? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you don't know. Okay. Exactly. You don't know. Uh, all right. Guess I'm going to buy boats. Sell whatever you have to. Buy yourself a boat. Get out there on the water. Be free, Bill. All right, well, be free. Thanks a bunch. All right, goodbye. Hey, hey, Carl, you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Hey. Go for it. I'm Jimmy Kellogg. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, I I don't have uh, too many days off, uh, so I wanted to do something really nice, and I wanted to, like, get out, you know, enjoy Mm -hmm. the weather. So I was thinking maybe... Take it a hike somewhere. Oh, take a hike. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's uh, definitely an option. You can take a hike. Yeah, there's a couple of hills out in the area. I was thinking about maybe driving over there and, uh, you know, just walking around and checking out nature and, uh, you know, all that. What do you think? I, I think I think you're almost on to the right idea, Jimmy. You're almost on to the right idea. But here, here's the problem here. You go out into the hills... Out in nature. And what's around you? Trees? Trees. Not much else, Jimmy. Not much else. And so, when you're out there, on top of a mountain, in the middle of nowhere, a satellite has got a clear view of where you are, Jimmy. Then what? Uh, I don't know. Then anything. You slide the fire. You got, you got mind control waves. You got chemtrails coming right from the sky into your lungs. All right. You oh, need yeah? to get out to the hills and instead of climbing on top of them, start digging under the hills, Jimmy. You need to go underground. Now that, now that is a vacation. You get your exercise. It's a full body total workout right there. Nothing gets you ripped faster than digging a tunnel under a mountain. Then you get the microbes in the soil, which have been proven to enhance strength, stamina, mental fortitude, and happiness. All right, that that sounds pretty good. And on top of that, you get to learn some geology. Just by digging under the rock. Yep, that's all you need to do. Don't, Don't go messing around with climbing on top of mountains and letting the government find you. Let people 
who, who don't need to find you, find you. No, you go underground, Jimmy. Right. Yeah, that actually sounds like a good day. Yeah, it does. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, next call. Next call, you're on the air. Go on, speak up. Carl? Yeah? Uh, this is this is Thorman Reese. Um, I'm 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um... Good age, Thorman. Well, you know, A lot can happen when you're 17. Well, my mom's really been hounding me that I, I need to go outside, but, like, it's... I, I don't... I don't do well outside. Like, it's really hot, and... Can I be real frank with you, Thorman? Sure. Look, I don't mean to offend you, but your mom sounds like a real idiot, Thorman. She uh, sounds like a just like a horrible human being who doesn't know anything and will never know anything in her entire life. I mean, I said that to her, and then she said, you're ungrateful. Well, of course, what do you expect an idiot to say, Thorman? You expect her to be like, oh, you're right, I'm an idiot? No, it's not gonna happen. I just, I, I really like it if she agreed with me. Well, she's not gonna. So you're gonna have to accept that right now. How do I nobody, get when you're an enlightened person, Thorman, nobody's going to agree with you. You know how much flack I've been taking from the radio station? Just by telling the truth, Thorman? A lot? A lot, too much. I haven't done an episode in months, Thorman. Just because I've been telling the truth. Now, look. Your mother wants you to go outside. Yeah. Now you have to draw a line in the sand. And you've got to take a stance here. Are you gonna are you gonna listen to her or are you gonna do what's right? So here's what you do. You let her think you're going outside. Uh, okay. Alright. She's like, Thorman, go outside. You say, Okay, I'll do that. Then you just sneak right back in. Climb in through the window, nobody knows, all right? Then you start fortifying your room, your living space, all right? Cover the windows with aluminum foil, all right? Wallpaper, wallpaper with aluminum foil. Keeps the radio waves out, keeps the mind control out. You got a radio? You got a television? Yeah, it's like, I mean, there's this one right here. Destroy your television. All right, destroy it right now. I want to hear it on the phone. I spent, I spent so much destroy money. it, Thorman. This is the only way. Good. I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you. You did a good job. Now the radio you can keep, but I'll give you four radio stations you can listen to. Number one, KWZD, of course. Okay. Cause you got me. Number two, forty-five point nine. The, the reality check, all right? Number three, all right? It's a pirate radio station that I will I will email to you. Don't worry, I already have your email address. Oh, okay. I figured it, I've been, I've been looking it up. I got it by now. I'll email it to you. I won't say it on the air because there are certain people listening who don't need to be listening. Number four is KWZZ, which I also frequent. So, you keep those radio stations. Anything else, don't listen to it. All right. All right? Yeah. Don't get another television. Okay. And remember, learn agriculture. Agriculture. So that when you eventually get some money, all right, 
You can make a lot of money on the internet doing a lot of things. You get some money. You move out of your house with your mom. Alright? You get yourself a phone. Start growing some potatoes. You get yourself off the grid. That's it, Thorman. That's all you need to know. Goodbye. Have a great day. Listeners, nothing helps my heart more than helping other people. And I'm glad these, these, these three citizens had the courage to call Car. And I hope you will too one day. Keep listening to KWZD. And you won't see me, but we'll talk. Joining us on today's installment of The Midnight Run from KWZD. I would like to thank all of our hosts, all of our guests, and congratulate them on putting together excellent segments, put together a great show for you, our fair listener, who I'd love to thank for tuning in tonight. Thanks for being here. Become a member today from KWZD.com and receive a free tote that you can take with you to the KWZD Summer Slam. More details to follow for this member-exclusive opportunity. That's it for us today. This is KWZD.